0: Welcome, everyone, to the 10th installment of the Hot Takes from the Berg podcast. I'm your host, Jason Mitchner, joined alongside Ian Hatcher. Uh, how you doing, Ian?
1: I am doing absolutely outstanding. Uh, we're given the chance to talk about the NFL, and there's not a lot of things that could, you know, bum me out if I'm given that opportunity. So, I'm doing pretty with,
0: good. With the NFL season right around the corner, we're going to be giving our... Uh, Division champ predictions. Uh, just diving into what the what the teams look like since there have been a few huge roster moves, and we'll we'll get into those as we get to those teams. But um, we're going to be starting out with the AFC East, with the Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, and Jets. Um. This, this division is definitely not as competitive as it has been in the past with Tom Brady finally being gone of the AFC East, going down to Tampa Bay. Um, but I, with how good Buffalo has looked, and they've added Stephon Diggs, which is just a weapon for Josh Allen to bomb it to with his cannon arm, I have Buffalo taking this division.
1: Yeah, I, I think this is um... – Buffalo's division this year. Um, Buffalo is a a really sneaky team. Um, They've been good for two or three years now at this point. And I think uh, the Brady departure is largely what they needed. Um, It was kind of unfair to basically every team in this division for what, the last 20 years, basically. It seems like, um, so, and this Bills team is a very talented team. Josh Allen, I think, is really the only wild card for me. I like Josh Allen a lot. Um, Obviously, you know, everybody knows he's got a monster arm. Uh, He's a super good athlete as well. And, you know, he's got the big frame. You know, a lot of things that you want in a quarterback, but – he leaves a little bit to be desired when it comes to accuracy and short throws and things like that. And um, I, I want to see some improvements from him there, but um, I'd say that the Buffalo Bills uh, take this division and now he, I'm glad you touched on it. He has a star receiver for the first time in his career. And uh, Stefan Diggs is definitely a star receiver. And so I am excited to see what that uh, duo is going to look like.
0: I mean, we also can't forget to bring up this, Amazing defense. I mean, you have arguably a top five cornerback in Tre'Davious White. You have first round pick Ed Oliver, who I think could have been the first overall pick with how amazing of a defensive tackle he is. Pairing him alongside Harrison Phillips, who is already developing to, into a really, really good defensive tackle, and then of course Tremaine Edmonds, who's just that field general as a middle linebacker, able to. Cover the field like no other,
1: I think. And then you've Just got Micah Hyde and um, Jordan Porter in that back. Yeah, I mean, it, it, first of all, the Bills' secondary is outstanding. It it is could definitely be considered up there for the one of the best secondaries in the NFL. And then you like, have- I think, their
0: secondary is very, very underrated.
1: Oh, absolutely. I think that the Bills are have all, had one of the best secondaries for a, a while now, but they are definitely loaded in the secondary. And the two safeties play a huge part in that. Shavius White is one of the best corners in the NFL. Uh, you hit it on the head, Tremaine Edmonds out there, Matt Milano is a great outside linebacker. This is a very, very talented team. Um, and they are my pick for the AFC East. I could see, I could see the Patriots winning this division again,
0: but, it just I mean a, they fi- they finally announced Cam Newton as the full starter. It took long enough.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's just that's the only thing that makes me hesitate. I don't know how they're going to handle Cam Newton. If they try to put him in Brady's system, it's not going to work. Yeah, I don't think it would be that good, but if they look at Cam and realize what he's good at, I think that he could be a perfect fit with the Patriots. Because you still know no matter who they have on their offensive line, it's probably gonna be all right. And their defense will at some point in the season probably pull it together. So And we can't forget to bring in the e I what I think
0: is the best cornerback in the league in Stefan Gilmore. Oh yeah. I mean he can lock up your best receiver, easily. But also, Man. like, they brought in a guy like Marquise Lee, who isn't a bad receiver. Yeah. But I I think that backfield with Lamar and Sony Michelle, I think it's a little too much because both of them are very, very good running backs, and you're going to ask for a lot of touches. And you're just going to have a – it's going to be a fight for who gets it.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, that is – the Patriots way of life when it comes to the running back position. I mean, I can't remember a time where they relied on just one in the last 10 years. So I'm sure they'll have the full compliment going all season. Um, wouldn't trust a single one of them in fantasy, but that's a different conversation. <laughs> but um, I think. Can't get James White either. Yeah. I mean, so. It, this is a deep team. Uh, this is a team – every player on this team pretty much knows what it feels like to be in the playoffs. Um, if they can get there, they can make some noise. But it's just going to all come down to, you know, how they choose to utilize Cam Newton, I think. All right, now moving
0: on to the AFC South. We got the Texans, Colts, Jags, and Titans. I This is just me personally. I, I don't know if Derrick Henry – can perform the way he did last
1: year. Yeah. That's what scares me. I think Henry's going to have a really good year. I'm – the thing that I have trouble buying into is uh, Tannehill. Tannehill is a good quarterback, um, believe it or not. Um, But I don't think he's worth what they paid him. And I do not think that it's going to translate into wins for them. Uh, I, it's just as simple as that. I, I like the Titans. I really like their defense a lot. I really also like their offensive line. Outside of A.J. Brown, though, you don't have any playmakers on the outside. I feel like we've been waiting forever on um, Corey Davis. And I don't, at this point, I don't know if it'll ever happen. But other than A.J. Brown, you don't really have a pass catcher that can really do anything other, with it other than maybe Deion Lewis, your backup running back, but then again, how much are you gonna see him when you have Derrick Henry?
0: So I, I know this is a bit of I I still think Houston can take this. Even yeah, with my team with trading DeAndre Brady. Hopkins. But they did sign a guy like Brandon Cooks. Yes, he's nowhere near DeAndre Hopkins skill level. But you have Brandon Cooks, if Will Fuller can stay healthy, he's a good receiver. Kenny Still is Randall Cobb. Yeah. Like, none of them are on DeAndre Hopkins' level, but just as a collective, it's going to be a much better receiving core than it was last year.
1: Yeah, I think um, for, this, for their receiving core, it'll be uh, staying healthy. Obviously, everyone in their mother probably knows about Will Fuller's history with injuries at this point, um, you know, but at some point you have to think he'll get a healthy season in there. I don't know when it'll be. I'm praying that it's this year for him. Uh, I've been waiting on to have a good one or have a healthy one at some point, but um, I'm praying it's this year for him. But I think that Deshaun Watson is just, he's just a guy. This is a quarterback league. And this division in particular, there's no one that is close to Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Phillip Rivers is, has been an awesome quarterback for a long time. Phillip Rivers is getting to 40. And Deshaun Watson is about to walk right into his prime. I think that's the differentiating factor for this, I think um, – As long as Houston's defense holds up, that's the only thing that really gives me um, fits. But if that happens, I think this is Houston's division. I think for me it's
0: it's Houston and then Indianapolis because I still think that Indianapolis defense is really good.
1: They do have a really good
0: defense. Especially if Darius Leonard keeps developing and – this now they actually have a quarterback. Jacoby Brissett isn't a bad quarterback, but Philip Rivers is just so much better. Yeah, and then this defense added to Force Buckner. Yeah, that is that's
1: a big man right there.
0: And then, like I said earlier, Darius Leonard, I, I think he's a top 10 linebacker, even in going into his third year. He's just really, really good. Defensive Rookie of the Year, leader in the league in tackles as a rookie. And then they also added a guy like um, Jonathan Taylor in the draft. If Marlon Mack goes down, I think Jonathan Taylor could easily take over for that
1: position. I thought Jonathan Taylor was probably the best running back in the draft. Um, And to get him as your backup, I, I thought, you know, whichever team needed a running back the most would take him. But uh, that is an absolute luxury to have him in, uh, backing up Marlon Mack. And then you also have Naheem Hines, who adds a whole different dynamic in the backfield. I, I, I do like the Indianapolis Colts. Um,
0: I think the last thing I have to say about the Colts is they have the best offensive lineman in the league in Quentin Nelson. Oh, yeah. It's not really that close. With how young he is and how good he is, I, he reminds me of a younger Zach Martin with how good – dominant
1: Zach Martin was he reminds me of just a 1970s football player like he just he's not with the gimmicks he doesn't care anything about just dominating whoever is in front of him every snap of the game and he gets that done about every single game Uh, he's just a different breed uh, the
0: last thing I'm going to say, the only thing that scares me about this team is that secondary, but they did add a guy like Xavier Rhodes, and Malik Hooker is going to keep developing. So we'll we'll see how that uh, turns out. Now we're moving on to the AFC North with the Baltimore Ravens, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Cleveland Browns, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. I I like Lamar. But I think teams are going to finally figure out how to stop them. And I think Pittsburgh's going to come back and win this division.
1: Really? Um, I, I am very high on Pittsburgh. I, I really like them. But I think that this is uh, – I think this is the Ravens' division. Um, that's, that's, they're my pick to, to win the division. I, I just I, think- my main thing with Pittsburgh is they finally have a quarterback
0: with Big Ben coming back.
1: Yeah, I I, I I keep hearing it from a lot of the Steelers fans, but I'm not – Big Ben was really good, and I like Big Ben. He's getting older. I don't think there's any point in the future where we're going to see him get better, and I just don't think that the Steelers have the f- – <sighs> I I don't know. I I really I can't I don't want to say anything that might be wrong. But I, I do like the Steelers. They have a really good offensive line. It's gonna come down to Big Ben. Yeah and at this point it's, in time, if you're asking me to pick between Lamar Jackson and Big Ben, coming off the like almost it feels like three or four years of injury riddled seasons, I'm picking Lamar Jackson. If Big Ben
0: can just play two times better than Mason Rudolph did, then I they can easily get ten wins. Because Ju- they added a guy like Eric Ebron to be able to be a tight end for him to just chuck it down to. They yeah. added Derek Watt in the backfield as well to for another blocker for Big Ben now. I mean, also this this defense, the defense, is, scary. The defense is scary. Devin Bush, Cam Hayward, you have TJ Watt. It's just Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah, And then on offense, you have the, the Swiss Army Knife and Jalen Samuels who can play anything, it feels like.
1: Yeah. I, I really do like, like Steelers. It's just the Ravens, for me, I don't really know what their weakness is.
0: Now, don't, don't get me wrong. I
1: really do like Baltimore.
0: You have Lamar. You have J.K. Dobbins. You have, Mar- you have uh, Mark Ingram. You have Mark Andrews. You have so many weapons on offense. You have Willie Sneed. Marquise – you have Hollywood Brown. Yeah. I, I just I, – I'm really curious to see what Pittsburgh can do. If Big Ben comes back and plays even three quarters of what he was four or five years ago, then I, I think they're going to take the division. It's all on Big Ben, though. Because yeah. that team – if they had a quarterback last year, they would have been in the
1: playoffs. Yeah, uh, I, I do agree with you. Um, I do think – I think the Steelers even – if I, I think the Steelers have a floor of 10 wins. I think that's about how good this team is. And I think um, no matter how you, how you slice it, if we get through the, a full season – You'll see two teams come out of the AFC North. It'll be the Ravens and the Steelers. One of them is going to get a wild card because of how just good both of them are going to be. But for the division, I have to take the Steelers. Uh, I just, I mean, the uh, Ravens. I think I just think they're star-studded on offense and then defensively. Uh, good luck. Uh, They've now. Win. I do want to bring up Cleveland, just yeah, because
0: right. it's it's Cleveland. They did get uh Jedrick Willis Jr. in the draft. I think they finally found their replacement for Joe Thomas retiring.
1: How long after? Three years? <laughs> yeah.
0: It took a while. But it's finally uh it's finally a lineman for to protect Baker Mayfield. That's what he's been missing. Yeah. Like his sophomore slump. It wasn't even because he was a bad player. People are saying he's such a bad quarterback. Why did he go first overall? He do, he did not have an offensive line at all last year. It was – like you could have put paper mache out there, and that would have blocked him
1: better. I'm a big Baker Mayfield fan. Um, the – I remember the draft class, was it, 2018? It was 2018. Yeah, between him. The only player that I thought was better than Baker Mayfield in that draft was Lamar Jackson. And nobody else at the time thought that, but, and it wasn't a sly against Baker Mayfield. He was my favorite college player. Oh, sorry. I had to sneeze, but um, it's just, last year was a noticeable step down and a lot, some of it was offensive line play, like you said, but, a lot, a lot of it – a lot of the rest of it was – I felt like he didn't – it didn't look like he put in the work to be better from year one to year two. I think he had – you know, he kind of over-exceeded expectations his first year, and he kind of figured, you know, this is what I'm going to do. It's the same thing. NFL is just like college. And the NFL is not just like college. Once teams got film on him – they kind of figured out what he likes to do. And I think he needs to, obviously it'll help when he just, you know, stays upright in the pocket more, Um, you know, not getting taken down so much, but it's the playmakers they have on the offensive side of the ball. They have no excuses offensively, defensively. Now, They're getting to the point where they also don't have very many excuses with how good their secondary is getting.
0: Oh, their secondary is fantastic. They just added Carl Joseph this offseason. Denzel Ward's going to be a year better. Yep.
1: And Denzel Ward is – last year you'd be hard-pressed to find three better cornerbacks in the NFL. It's how good he played. Um, But either way, you've got – somebody who on the defensive line who will probably at some point be the greatest def- will be the best defensive player in the league and Miles Garrett. Um so they just have the pieces. It's just about Baker Mayfield putting it together and also I think finding the right coach for them. Uh
0: they do need the, they do need that coach. I'm
1: glad Kitchens is gone. Do you actually know who their new head coach is? I don't know. Uh, let me check.
0: It's Kevin Stefanski.
1: Kevin Stefanski from Vikings offensive coordinator. Okay, that Vikings offense
0: was pretty good. I will say that. It was good. Um, And also, uh, here's the thing. Coming from that Vikings team, I noticed they ran the ball a lot. Like a lot. Because they had a guy like Dalvin Cook. They have Nick Chubb in the backfield, who is a fantastic running back, like fifteen hundred yards last year.
1: Oh, absolutely outstanding running back in Nick Chubb. Um, yeah, I'm glad that you. I'm glad that we, you know, figured out who the head coach was because it actually does make a difference. I, um, I, I kind of see a lot of this might actually be a match made in heaven. I could see a lot of similarities between this Vikings team to this Browns team. You have a dynamic back like Nate Chubb. You've got two outstanding receivers. Um, here's a, here's like,
0: another person I'm really curious. Are they going to play Donovan Peoples-Jones? Because he looks great at Michigan. And I think he fell a little too far going in the sixth round.
1: I think – I don't think that any – any of his fall was due to his own play I think that that's honestly just how good this entire wide receiver class was oh yeah um it's by far the best that I have ever seen and it's honestly not that close um so I I don't really know it could be a really perfect fit for that head coach
0: this is this is definitely going to be one of the more competitive divisions besides Cincinnati. I just don't think Joe Burrow is going to be the, the one key that they need to success. Granted, he is going to be a huge help, but they still need a defense really badly. <laughs> They're a
1: couple of years off, yeah, for sure.
0: Like, they did get Trey Waynes this offseason, which was really nice. But other than that, you have Jesse Bates, other than, other than that, like, I, I don't really see much else on this defense. You don't have Geno Atkins anymore, who was the leader of that defense for many, many
1: years. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Bengals need – they need some pieces, but, um, you know, the best piece that you, you know, need, you have in your quarterback. So, they have a strong point to build on. Um, you know, I think at this point it's just, we'll be, you know, acclimating Burrow, um, getting him used to the league and, um, trying to find some, uh, players that fit right with him. I, I love the, the fact that they got him, um, uh, Higgins. Yes. Uh, in the draft. It just, there's no better way to show your rookie quarterback that you're buying in as much as drafting a wide receiver with the same pick in the very next round, um, so I think Burrow is is in line for success in, in Cincinnati, but it's going yeah. to take
0: – Yeah, they need to build that defense back up to what it was and also get Joe Burrow a bit of an offensive line. Absolutely. All right, now going from what is a pretty competitive division to what I think is the most competitive division in the NFL this year in the AFC West. I, now, I, granted – Kansas City is definitely winning this. They're coming off a Super Bowl win. If Pat Mahomes lives up to that contract, it's going to be amazing. Like, there's no – I don't think there's going to be anyone stopping this Chiefs team for the next few years.
1: Yeah, the Chiefs are – it almost fits perfectly, right? Like, the year that they win the Super Bowl, Tom Brady is out. And at the Chiefs, by all accounts, should just slide right into that Patriots role for probably at least the next five years. Uh, uh, you know, you tell me how long. They have a couple defensive question marks, um, specifically at the cornerback position, and even some of their offensive line play, I'm not extremely happy with. But... When you have Patrick Mahomes, I'm not sure what it takes to lose, to lose a football game because he can – Not, not even out. just
0: Pat Mahomes. You have Tyree Kill, you have Sammy Watkins, you have Travis Kelsey, you have Nicole Hardman. That is fantastic. That is a track team. Also in the backfield, you have Damon Williams and Daryl Williams. And Clyde edwards hilaire It it's so difficult to stop this team on
1: offense. Uh, yeah, they, I don't think there's a way of doing it. Um, you can't stop them. You have to, you have to
0: outscore them somehow. Yeah. It was it was like that Rams game. Well, was it last year or the year before? It was like fifty-seven to fifty-four, something like that. Oh, I think that was um, – I think it was the year before. That was the highest scoring NFL game I've ever seen in my lifetime. Yeah. But also this defense got better over the offseason. You added Taco Charlton to this team. Frank Clarkson get better. Chris Jones is getting better. Tyron Matthews is getting better. The only thing you really lost on this defense, in my opinion, is Kendall Fuller. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um... And that hurts,
0: but um, – It does hurt because he did get that game ceiling interception. Yeah. But even but, uh, then, he wasn't even a starter.
1: Yeah, he was the nickel corner, uh, um, if, which kind of weird. He's probably the best corner on the team, um, and, you know, he only plays in the nickel, but – <sighs> That is how some corners are, though. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, at this point in the NFL, you're getting a lot of – dynamic receivers getting lined up in the slot mm-hmm. so it makes sense but um I just don't know who else from there in their secondary other than the honey badgers you know gonna make strides uh Juan Thornhill is a guy that I played against when I was growing up and uh he's a, he's a freak and I expect him to be definitely slotting to one of the starting uh safety positions but uh, and I think Juan is uh, going to be a really good player. But I'm not sure about, you know, really anybody else between him and the Honey Badger.
0: Now, moving on to the rest of the division, yeah, Kansas City's winning it. But this is going to be a fight for who gets the wild card. It's going to be – there's going to be a wild card from the north and the west. Yeah. Because Denver is really, really good. Denver is my pick. Drew Locke, Melvin Gorn, Phillip Lindsley, Cortland Sutton, Noah Fans can get better. They just traded for AJ Boye, who's gonna make that secondary even better. Also you have voiced Freeman. Like that, that backfield is stacked. Yeah. Um and stack stacked, you say stacked? God, Judy yet? Who? Did you say Jerry Judy yet? I did not.
1: I just have to talk about him for just at least a second. Jerry Judy is going to be the next top receiver in the NFL. Uh, The guy has not a single flaw in his game. And I don't think it's going to take him very long to establish that in Denver. Um, And so at this point, this is – exact. Denver has created the blueprint for what you want to do when you draft a new quarterback, right? There should be no excuses to give him – especially for a quarterback like Drew Locke, he didn't have the opportunity of being drafted number one. And just, you know, I mean, he was a first-round pick, but, I mean, he didn't know that, you know, this is my job for five years, you know. So they've given him, going into his second year, every single offensive advantage he could want, while at the same time somehow managing to build a defense around him. I mean, you Denver, have
0: Bradley Chubb. You have Vaughn Miller. You have
1: Mark Barron, Kareem Jackson. I mean, Denver is a team to be on the lookout for. And the only thing that – I'm interested to hear your thoughts on the Raiders, but the only thing that even gives me a little hesitation to go with the Broncos, which they are my wild card pick, my second wild card pick in the AFC, but is the Chargers. First of all, they have Tyrod Taylor, who is – I'm a Virginia Tech Hokie, as are you. I love Tyrod. They lose Melvin Gordon, who didn't even play. But the thing is, He's Austin great. Eckler, I think it's so much better. Yeah, no, that's a net, a net positive for you in Austin Eckler. He played outstanding. You have um, – I am the worst of NFL names today. At the- uh, you
0: have Mike – okay, on offense. You have Tyrod, yeah. and we'll see how they work in Justin Herbert into their lineup. I do want to see if Herbert can play at an NFL level. But you have those two quarterbacks. You have Mike Williams. You have Austin Eckler. You have Keenan Allen. You have Justin Jackson. Like, you have Hunter Henry.
1: Yeah. For the the Chargers, I feel like it's been – it's going to be the same story that it's been, sadly, for the last few years. And I think it will be injuries. Um, I don't know why. I just – I'm already kind of getting that – that vibe from them they've already lost Derwin, derwin james uh you know one of probably the 10 best young players in, in the nfl right now already but um you know at the same time when you have a defense that still already has justin jackson desmond king uh casey casey hayward casey yes. hayward uh, melvin, melvin melvin ingram, ingram joey. joey bosa I mean wow.
0: Like if this team can stay healthy, I think they can still get the wild card. It's between them. Like this this AFC West is the most competitive I have ever seen it.
1: Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I don't really have much on the Las Vegas Raiders. If you want to touch on them, I mean, if Derek Carr can play how
0: he did a few years ago, then that's going to be. Even last year, he didn't play that badly. Like he four thousand yards, twenty one touchdowns, eight interceptions. Just that Raiders team was so bad. It was awful. And now he has another rece- – he has Henry Wilkes third to throw to.
1: Yeah, I've seen a lot of the hype that the Raiders are getting. And a lot of people are giving them a lot of love. And they did have an outstanding rookie class last year um, with a lot of – you know, a lot of their rookies ended up playing well. Max Crosby was a huge surprise for them. But – if Josh Jacobs didn't get a year better. Yeah, I wonder how much Josh Jacobs has left to get better. Um, he looked definitely looked really good, but I'm not too sure if I ever see him as you know a top five running back. Do you see that in his future? I I do. Here's here's the thing with Josh Jacobs. I
0: I see him. Okay, this is my thing with running backs. I'll I'll look at a running back, and I'll I'll hop on them. If they are really, really good. I really like Josh Jacobs. Okay. He ran for almost 1,200 yards in his rookie season. That's insane. Like, I – in the next few years, I'm going to see – I think he'll be on the level with Saquon, D.U. Elliott, Dalvin Cook, those guys. I could see him being up there.
1: My only problem with Jacobs is that – and he did get a lot better with this in his rookie year. But catching the ball out of the backfield is not his biggest strength. Mm -hmm. And I think in today's NFL, you – if you can't be the, you know, all-around running back who can have 200 carries on a season and also, you know, deliver 50 catches, they're going to find someone else behind you that can provide those catches. And I just feel like for any time that happens – it also eats away from just, you know, all around the other running backs productivity. I mean, we saw it in Atlanta with Tevin Coleman and. um, Vontae Freeman. Yeah. So, I mean, I I do like um, Josh Jacobs a lot, but I think that if the Raiders are going to make that jump, he's going to have to be that player that you believe, because I think Derek Carr is. uh, Is Derek Carr is a quarterback that will succeed with. A lot of good pieces around him. Not that he's not a good quarterback, but he's not a top five. And if you want to compete for a Super Bowl without a top five, you got to have a really good supporting cast. The thing with this is,
0: I think the Raiders' strong suit is their defense. Because, I mean, you made pickups this offseason like Jeff Heath. You brought in Demarius Randall. Um, Other guys like Corey Littleton, LaMarcus Joyner. Yeah. Like, this team is going to be scary. I think they will be last in their division, though, but it's going to be very, very close. I I think their floor is seven
1: wins. Yeah, and I think seven wins could be the last place team in the division, which is pretty crazy.
0: Compared to some teams in the NFC with two wins.
1: Yeah. Are you ready to move on to the NFC?
0: I am. Uh let's start off with both of our teams divisions, the NFC East. Um really it's it's a battle of two teams. Yeah. It's it's the Eagles and John, or Eagles and Cowboys. I I Washington's my team. I just don't think we're there yet. I I still need to see some more out of DK or uh Haskins. And we did bring back Kendall Fuller. I don't know why we traded him in the first place. Also, I, I don't know if they're going to start Dwayne Haskins or if they're going to bring in Alex Smith or Kyle Allen. Also, we lost a very, very good running back to uh, Assault ag, uh, Allocations and um, Darius Geis, which hurts our backfield with Adrian Peterson getting up there in age.
1: Yeah, I think that for uh, Washington, it's going to be all about um, Haskins and his development and what they can do with that. And honestly, it's not going to be the worst thing to honestly suck suck another year because I think you guys still have a couple of holes. But I will say I really like the direction that – washington is moving in i love the hire ron rivera uh i really did Uh, riverboat ron say what you want about him he is his teams will play good defense and
0: this team is built
1: around defense yeah especially i don't think a younger defense this team is i think they've hit on their defensive picks in the last three years and okay watching them all come together
0: you have you have Deron Payne, you have Josh Allen, you have Matt Iodinus, you have Chase Young, Montez Sweat. That's five right there.
1: Yeah. It's going to be an outstanding defensive core. And it, it, it could happen as soon as this year. But it's just going to come down to the offensive side of the ball. I don't like a lot of the playmakers on that team outside of Terry McLaurin. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: I, I've, I've already accepted the fate. I think – The max amount of wins we're going to get is maybe seven. That's our max, I think, unless Dwayne Haskins takes his game to another level or unless they play Alex Smith, and he plays as well as he did
1: back in 2018 when we were on that huge win streak. My pick for the division is my team, Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I think that this year I have the least amount of certainty surrounding the uh, surrounding us winning the division. though we lost Brandon Brooks, who is one of the best offensive guards in the league and our first round draft pick last year, Andre Dillard's already out for the year with torn bicep injury. So offensive line went from being one of our biggest strengths to having two of the biggest holes on our team, probably within a matter of weeks. So, that scares me especially with the season creeping up. But um I I came y'all did
0: bring y'all did bring back Jason Peters and move him to the guard, which yeah is a plus.
1: Yeah, I am definitely happy to have the bodyguard back. Also but, um,
0: moved in Dari brought in Darius Slate through a tra- for through a trade, which is also very good.
1: And I loved our um first round draft pick in Jalen Rieger. I think he's gonna stretch the field for us in ways that You know, we only saw Deshaun Jack, young Deshaun Jackson, do. Um, But the thing that gives me confidence is the fact that last year this was the storyline was in place for the Cowboys to win this division, and they literally handed it to us. Uh, They they just didn't even look like they wanted wanted it. Um, So I, I think that I'm not the I'm not an Eagles fan who hates on every team in the division. Uh, like a lot of, you know, NFC East fans do. But um, I, I just think that Dak Prescott is not the quarterback for Dallas. And I, I, he's had ample opportunities. And with the amount of talent that the Dallas Cowboys have, it should, especially last year, it should have easily been their division. I mean, we saw
0: last year, he played awful against Teams above 500. It was, it was night and day. I think They're, it was like a 2-6 and six record, 2-5 and five record against teams above 500.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, and at that point in the season, especially late when it, you know, really mattered, the Eagles were playing with a good amount of practice squad players. Uh, there wasn't a lot of players that had.
0: Oh, yeah. Y'all's uh, entire receiving core was basically
1: – y'all's receiving core and secondary was practice squad. Yeah, so I just think that, um, you know, until a change happens at the quarterback position for the for the Cowboys, unless Dak Prescott comes out and, um, you know, really proves himself this year, I think this is the Eagles division. Um, I, I do think the Cowboys will swing a wild card spot. But um, I, I just – they haven't figured out how to, mac- to capitalize on their talent yet. And the fact that that happened, I think – I think they got a little bit worse this year as compared to last year. Um, In in my personal opinion, I I think the loss of Byron Jones is going to hurt a lot. They lost Jason. Oh, yeah. They have question marks at tight end. Um, Obviously, they brought in CeeDee Lamb, who is an outstanding receiver. I think they have probably the best wide receiving core in the NFL besides Kansas City. But um, they don't feel – different enough for me. Uh, One of those three guys is going to have to play the slot. And Gallup is the only one that I really think is probably going to slide in there. And Gallup is a hell of an outside receiver. So it'll be up to him in that transition, or maybe they, you know, rely on Amari Cooper to make it. But then at that point, you're paying a slot receiver a lot of money. So the Cowboys have some question marks that – I think are bigger than the Eagles. And I, you know, it's just the Eagles that we've seen, they know what it takes to get to the playoffs. And I think that is what's going to do it. Dak Prescott to this point has been to the playoffs, but it's not something I'm going to bet on again, just because of the way that they played last year. Now coming from an Eagles fan, what was your thought
0: on the Jalen Hurts draft pick? Do you think it was good, Justin Kate, Because, in my opinion, I I think it was good and bad because I think that's kind of showing Carson Wentz that, one, like it's going to be competition for him, but at the same time, I think it's going to be the same situation as the 2017 run to the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah. um, As an Eagles fan, when it was – I remember I was sitting there watching the draft and the pick came in and I was so upset that he was our pick. I I was never, it goes a little bit deeper than that. I was never the biggest Jalen Hurts fan in college to begin with. So that didn't help it, but I I just didn't, I felt like we had bigger needs, but as time has gone on, I've definitely... I don't want to say I've done a 180, but I'm more okay with it now because of Wentz's injury history, like you have stated. And, you know, I mean, it's no secret that Wentz uh, needs to stay healthy, but, and without, like you said, back in 2017, without Nick Foles, we don't win a Super Bowl. So I, I think that, you know, if there's any team out there in the NFL that knows the importance of a backup quarterback, it is Philadelphia. And at the end of the day, no matter what hurts brings to our team, I hope it is some sort of Taysom Hill kind of thing. Uh-huh. And that does excite me that, that does excite me. I have this weird idea that in the future, the NFL is going to, at some point turn into a, I don't want to say a multiple quarterback kind of look, but I think you'll have multiple players on the field at a time that can pass the ball. And I think that is, I would love to, I would just love to see that from the Eagles to be maybe the first to try and do that Um, because the league passes are only going to go up. And I think that there's a lot of quarterbacks out there that, you know, aren't traditional quarterbacks, but still could have a role in the NFL. And I think that that guy could be, you know, uh, hurts to do that, but, also, from what I've heard from training camp, they are in love with Jalen Hurts. And that is something that I love to hear because it wasn't that I didn't like Jalen Hurts in particular to get drafted by us. It was just the fact that I thought we had much bigger needs that should have been addressed and if we wanted a quarterback, we could have gotten one later. Yeah. But um and I even thought we could have just traded back for him in particular and gotten more assets. But um if you really think you've got your guy go get him that that's at the end of the day, that's how I feel. So, um, if that's really who they wanted, I'm glad we got him. Um, but it is just, it did worry me a little bit because I felt like we could have had a, you know, a day one starter in the second round at a couple of different positions, but, um, I'm growing to accept it. And, um, you know, Hopefully, we can when we see him get on the field, it'll um, alleviate all of those uh, concerns that I have. All right, now let's move on to the
0: NFC South: uh, the Falcons, Panthers, Saints, and Pant or uh, Buccaneers. Uh, I really think it's between two teams. I think it's the Saint and B- Saints and Buccaneers. This uh, bef- Okay. Before the Fournette signing, I I thought it was the Saints who were gonna run away with it. But now having Leonard Fournette in that backfield It is a different That's that's scary. Because before signing Fournette they had an old LaShawn McCoy. That was it. Like yes. that's that was their start that was their starting running back. And now they have Leonard Fournette who is I wouldn't say he's a, a, one of the better running backs in the league. I think he's, he's, he's in the middle of the pack right now just because of his injury history. I want to see if he can get back to what he did his rookie year because he was, he was fantastic his rookie year. And if he gets back to that, that's scary because you have Tom Brady, Leonard Fournette, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Gronk all in the same on the field at the same time?
1: Offensively, um, I, I don't know of many teams better than than the Buccaneers. Um, uh, I, I think that the problem for them is going to lie in the secondary. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of question marks regarding that aspect of them. Um, and to me, that's why, in my opinion, I think that this is – going to yet again be the Saints division. Um, I think the Buccaneers will easily uh, grab a wild card, but um, it's just too many, too many questions for me. I think that at this point for Tom Brady, I don't think that his arm is what it used to be. And Godwin, it really stretches out the field. Yes, Godwin is an explosive receiver and it's not like it all comes after the catch he will just straight up burn you and get right down the field. That's why
0: Jameis Winston was like a nice fit for this team.
1: Yeah. And I don't, I don't think that Brady has that arm strength anymore to really stretch the field like that. And so if teams start stacking the box and, you know, doing things like that, if Brady can't beat you over the top, that starts, that begins to look scary. But, um, it, it, that combination and just a little bit of hesitation towards Brady and, you know, a complete lack of faith in their secondary at this point really, really gives me the, uh, the confidence to pick the Saints. And I, I, on top of that, I have question marks about the Bucks' offensive line. Oh, yeah, their offensive
0: line – I think their two strong suits is their offensive skill positions and that front seven. Oh, absolutely. But their offensive line and their secondary are not good. I like Trist- the Tristan Wirfs draft draft pick, but that's one player. Yeah. Other than that, you don't really have another like very another decent offensive lineman that can guard uh, for that can protect Tom Brady, who's had an amazing offensive line pretty much his entire career in New England
1: and that's for Brady is the kind of quarterback where you have to have an extremely talented offensive line. He's not
0: mobile. He's not, he's not able to scramble out of the pocket and get 20 yards like Lamar Jackson.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's like you said, he's basically confined to the pocket. So I think that this, this is either going to be a match made in heaven with Brady, or I think it's going to go up in fire. And I don't think we're going to know which one of those it is until it happens. But also, I think, I
0: Conference think the biggest question mark for this team is if Gronk is going to be good.
1: Yeah, I, I, yeah, that is the big, big question mark. But um, it's it, do they really even need him to be? I mean, they do have OJ. They Howard. do have OJ Howard, yeah. Yes. But I mean, the the
0: chemistry between Tom Brady and Gronk
1: is Replicate. impeccable.
0: Yeah, that can't be replicated. So. I they're going to play Gronk a lot. I have a feeling. Just because it's it's Brady and Gronk back together. But if he's not even half the player he was before he got injured, I I don't know. I I don't think it's going to be a good signing. Like him I think I honestly think he should have stayed retired. Because he hasn't played football in 3 years. Yeah. I uh it's it's gonna to be tough. Uh it's gonna come down to how well he plays from not playing
1: football. Yeah, I, I think honestly if you're the Bucks, I, I think you really don't care, you know, how Gronk does as long as you get to go into the postseason with him healthy. You know, I, I think that's I will say
0: he is a very, very good run blocker. Oh yeah, absolutely. So but if you can use that to your advantage then yes that would be fantastic going to the into the postseason with but if he's injured then it's it's kind of over you yeah. know all right now moving on to the the favorites of the division the new orleans saints um i mean you have drew Brees. It, i mean it's it's drew Brees. yeah i mean does do we he didn't play he didn't play as well as he did he didn't play well last year as well as he has in the past. He didn't even hit three thousand yards, which is shocking for him having the the number one, the quote unquote number one receiver in the league at this point. He did miss five games, right? Yes.
1: Okay. But man, that or is was crazy. it
0: six? Because I know Teddy B went five and zero oh at least. Yeah. But this this offense is very scary. I mean, you have Drew Brees. You also have Jameis Winston to back him up, who everyone says Jameis Winston is the worst quarterback in the league. No, he's not. Yeah, he's, he's not. Sure, he threw 30 interceptions, but this man threw for 5,100 yards and 33 touchdowns. And he still had a QBR of 84 with 30 interceptions.
1: And uh, let's just also get to the part where, Let's say something does happen to Breeze. Who would you want to have Winston run back to the sideline to and get advice from than Drew Breeze? Is there – Oh, there's guy. no – I
0: think the only the only other guy in the league right now you'd want to go to is Tom Brady.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I think that – um that'll be huge for Winston i i you know you never hope that it has to happen because you you know you don't want anybody to ever get hurt but also here's another thing new orleans actually has an offensive
0: line yeah they do i think most of james winston's interceptions
1: came from him being under pressure every single play yeah i i mean i don't want to like i'm not going to you know try to guess how many it affected but i mean it, that it all had to have been at least been, and fifteen. Very poor. It had
0: to at least be fifteen. Yeah, because you have Ryan Ramsey, you have Andreas P. That's just two right there. That's that's two better than anyone on on the Bucks.
1: they took a rookie center, um, and then they have. Um... I can't remember his name. They just have a stacked offensive line. It is very, very talented
0: offensive line. I, and I then you can't forget about this defense. You have Marcus Davenport. You have Marshawn Lattimore. You have Cameron Jordan. That's just to name three. Marcus hey, they Williams. They also
1: added Malcolm Jenkins, which I think is going to I, – I, like I said, I'm an Eagles fan. And Malcolm Jenkins, for one, never missed a snap the eagles is since the day he signed there, which
0: is insane for right, a
1: safety ridiculous and also was i'd say 50 percent of what he did for our team will never show up on a stat on or anywhere he's just that kind of a caliber you don't want to throw it, it to him yeah I mean, I mean there's he's just the ultimate team player he's a stand-up guy um, the Saints, obviously, he was drafted by the Saints. But, I mean, the Saints know what they're getting back in Malcolm Jenkins. And he is a quality, quality player.
0: And here's another thing. In the backfield, you have Alvin Kamara, Ty Montgomery, and Latavius Murray behind Drew Brees.
1: Hey dude, have we even touched on the fact that they added Emmanuel Sanders?
0: No. Now they have another receiver to throw to you. Like, Michael Thomas, yes. I like Michael Thomas. I don't think he's the number one receiver in the league like other people say he is. That's, that's DeAndre Hopkins, no doubt. But I, I do think MT is a little, a little overrated. But he's still very, very good.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, I could see some of the, uh, you know, overrated calls. But, I mean, at the end of the day, he gets it done. I mean, oh, yeah, the numbers don't lie.
0: No, and then you still have a a serviceable tight end and Jared Cook to throw to.
1: Yeah, Uh, that it's just all of these reasons. I I didn't think that a team like the Saints could get this much better, like in in offseason. I I think the Saints are probably the most improved team after, after, like, at this point, and that is terrifying
0: and here you want to know another thing I just heard like I'm just looking through everything they're making a push to sign Jadavion Clowney
1: okay okay
0: that's crazy if they somehow add Clowney to this defense you have Marcus Davenport and Clowney on the same defensive line along with Malcolm Brown and Noah Spence. And I didn't even bring up, they added DJ Swearinger as well. Yeah, that's scary. That is. Scary. All I'm going to say is you you have to watch out for the Saints team. If Sean Payton can somehow will this team to the Super Bowl, I think they can win it. Yeah with how talented they are.
1: There's, they're definitely a hierarchy, and the Saints are one of a few teams to me that have a chance of winning the Super Bowl this year.
0: All right. Now let's move on to the NFC North with the Bears, Lions, Packers, and Vikings. I, I really see Minnesota winning it this year.
1: You see Minnesota winning
0: it? Alvin Cook is a the, the fourth best running back in the league. Yeah. Behind McCaffrey, Saquon, Zeke. Also, they run. added Yannick Nagakwe to that defense. Huge pickup. That is a huge trade. I have – Like, okay, we didn't we on. even bring this up. The Jaguars are the worst-run franchise in the NFL. Yeah. We'll, we'll go back to that in a little bit, but yeah. – like, this, this team is really, really good. They did lose Trey Wayne this offseason and Stephon Diggs. But, I mean. Do they still have Rhodes? Who? Xavier Rhodes? Yes. Okay. Wait, no. Or did he go to the uh, – uh, No. Okay, never mind. And he joined the
1: Colts. Uh, yeah, I think I, I know they took a cornerback early. I I'm checking the roster again.
0: Uh, but still, this this defense is good. They do have Anthony Brown, who or not Anthony Anthony Barr, who I really do
1: like. Anthony Barr is very good. I, I, one of my favorite defenders on their team is their middle linebacker Eric Kendricks. He's Oh, I love Eric Hendricks. Like, he's, he's, he's fantastic. Stopped the run. He's awesome in pass defense. Harrison. Um, Harrison Smith is a fantastic safety. Anthony Harris, even last year, was tied for the league lead in interceptions, um, you know, kind of out of nowhere from the safety position. But I, I, like, I like the Vikings pick. But to me, I, I think I'm going to take the Packers in this division. I I'm worried about the Packers. Here,
0: uh, here's my thing. You you trade away Ty Montgomery. You drafted Jordan Love in the first round. I and you drafted another running back in the first round. Aaron Rodgers has no weapons to throw to besides Devontae Adams.
1: Yeah. He doesn't. And you are not wrong. And I I I get it. But I picked the Packers because I'm thinking that Rodgers will be healthy this season. I'm thinking that this is also probably going to be – what I saw last year from their defense was largely a revelation. I haven't seen the Packers play defense that good since they won the Super Bowl. And with players like Jair Alexander and Zadavia Smith and whoever else they want to throw out there – I I really, I'm really buying in to the Packers.
0: The one thing I'm scared of, it's going to be another Brett Favre
1: situation with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I, 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 in the beginning when they took love, I immediately thought it because Rodgers does not strike me as the kind of player to take somebody under his wing like that. Oh no. But I will say from their training camp, I've seen a lot of really good talk about, Rogers helping out, love and you know all this and that. And I mean, as he should. I mean, you're Aaron freaking Rogers, You're the discount double check. You, you you don't sweat your job. It's not in jeopardy anytime soon. You know. I mean, as long as you do your thing, you you will be fine. But I I would have liked to see them get another playmaker on the outside for him. But um, I, I don't know. This is almost just like a premonition, I feel like, me taking the Packers here.
0: I will say that the Lions are out of it. I, I don't think Jeff Okuda is going to be enough to help that team. I do like DeAndre Swift, but it's, it all falls on Matt Stafford if he can stay healthy. If he can't stay healthy, then they're, they're going to fall out of it. They did lose Darius Slay, but they, they did bring in Desmond Trufant, who I do like, but he's nowhere near the player Darius Slay was.
1: Yeah, I think um, – I, I, I really do like the Lions. Um, I, I, feel, I feel for them a lot. I feel like the Lions get the short end of the stick a lot. But um, they're, they're starting to build. They're building the right way. Um, it's just going to take a couple more years. But, um, yeah, you know, you, I guess you have to hope that Safford still has something in the tank at that point. But um, Now, what
0: I will say
1: is the Bears –
0: uh I, I do still like Mitch Trubisky. When people don't like him, I I still do like him as a quarterback. He's not the greatest. I don't know why they would trade for Nick Foles that that really did hurt them. Especially cap-wise. Because yeah. that is a
1: that is a huge contract for a backup quarterback. Huge. I don't think that he. I don't think that he's going to be the backup. I. It all depends, but th- this team isn't bad. No, they do. They have Tariq. Very, very good. It's. It to me, I I couldn't be on the further opposite plane of you on the Trubisky topic. I, I think that Trubisky is an awful quarterback. Um, I think he holds them back. But. It's then the only reason I come to that conclusion is just when I see a team that's as talented as the Bears, yet they do as little as they do, that's how I get to that situation. And when I see a quarterback like Trubisky, when it feels like he makes a play every once in a while when he's been starting for three years now, it's like, okay, uh, how many games have you won them? And it, it doesn't feel like he's won them hardly anything.
0: I mean, to be fair, in Trubisky's defense, they had no weapons last year in the receiving core. He had Allen Robinson. That was about it. And he still did decent. And also the year they went to the playoffs, it was still really only Allen Robinson. And I don't even think it was Trubisky's fault for that playoff loss. That was a a game-winning kick that was missed. Yeah. That's, that's why I, like, I don't think Tris- Tr- Trubisky gets a little more hate than I think he should. But this defense is definitely really, really good. You have Rokon Smith, who's, who's becoming a superstar linebacker. Dana Trevathan, who, who is still serviceable. They did lose Adrian Amos last offseason, which really did hurt them. I don't think they have a safety that can really live up to what he was his rookie year. But they do still have Kyle Fuller, who is – I don't think he's as good as Kendall, but still a good corner. They picked up Jalen Johnson. I I don't think they're going to win the division, but I think they could be a dark horse for maybe a wild card over another NFC team.
1: I could I could see that. I could see that. Gonna take some good quarterback play from somewhere. Yes,
0: yeah, I. They have two not great quarterbacks. Not they are, they're serviceable but not fantastic. Yeah, like Nick Foles is not what he was during that Super Bowl run. Oh, absolutely not.
1: I think that was like a lightning in the bottle kind of thing.
0: Yeah. All right, now let's move on to the last and final division, the NFC West. Um. I We start off with the hot team, the 49ers, just coming off the Super Bowl loss, um, looking for revenge. This team is still really good. Now, they did tra- trade probably I what I think is their best defensive player in DeForest Buckner, but it was for cap reasons. They weren't going to be able to keep everyone if they kept him. Yeah. But this, this team is really good still. Jimmy G – is
1: amazing. Is this your pick for the division? It actually I, I'm going with Seattle. I'm on the I'm right there with you man. I am right there
0: with Seattle. I love Russell. Yep. DK Metcalf is going to get a year better. He already looked fantastic his rookie year. Absolutely. Just a 6-4 monster that can just bully you. I mean, Chris Carson <laughs> Chris Carson's great. I I love him. They just picked up Josh Gordon, which is another weapon for Russell Wilson to throw to. You have Tyler Lockett, and yeah. the only thing that worries me is the whole Quentin Dunbar situation.
1: Ooh, I, I'm not. I don't even know if I'm aware. What is it? What it was it?
0: the him and a Giants cornerback. I oh. think it was um De, the DeAndre Baker, the whole yeah. armed robbery thing. Okay, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about.
1: They still have um, he plays cornerback, right? Yes. They so they still have um, the other brother, um, out there. I can't uh the Shaquem Shakril Shaquille, yeah, Shaquille yeah, Griffin. Shaquille
0: Griffin. Um, also, here's the thing: they just brought back Paul Richardson as another receiver.
1: Ooh, yeah. I mean. This team is just so deep. I mean, they added Jamal Adams. That Dude, Jamal it.
0: Adams trade, I, I think that was the key for this defense because he reminds me a lot of Cam Chancellor.
1: He um, – I could kind of see it. Uh, to me, he's just um, – I don't want to say um, – I think he's better than – Cam Chancellor and
0: I like I'm talking about like the way he plays it's it's very reminiscent of Bam Bam Cam.
1: Oh oh yeah yeah yeah. But um I think that he's a much more versatile player. Think-
0: he he is a rover. He had he had seven sacks last season as a safety. That's more than some defensive tackles will
1: get. Oh that's more than probably half defensive half of the defensive tackles in the league will get. Um, but he is a special player. Um and you saw it took what was is he was either two firsts or first and a second. Mm-hmm. It was a ridiculous haul nonetheless to get him out of New York. And But I it's don't worth it. There's really it's better gonna be place. worth it. Yeah, I don't think there's a better place for him to be, being that we know what Seattle's track history or track record is with safeties. So Looks also, like um, you have I what I think
0: is the best middle linebacker with Luke Keekley being gone now and Bobby Wagner. Yeah, absolutely. Just this, this team, like you have K.J. Wright coming back. I think the only worry for this team is that offensive line.
1: Yeah, and that's – but how long are we going to worry about their offensive line before we realized that Russell Wilson could probably play by himself. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter how many 300-pound guys you send at him. He will somehow pull a Houdini and end up with 20 yards of green, drop a dime oh, in the bread basket, even though he could have taken off for the running touchdown, and just do it and just walk back to the, walk back to the bench. Like, nothing ever happened. I mean, he's a bad, bad man. And how, has, how has he not received any MVP votes in his career? I didn't even know that was a thing, but that is ridiculous. But I,
0: I think if Seattle is going to win the division this year just because how stacked their offense is, think,
1: I think San Francisco is a very, very close second. Yeah. I would agree with that. And I don't know how you feel about this. I have the Cardinals in third. I I have the Rams in last place in the division. I think it's really going to depend
0: on that Rams secondary, if Jalen Ramsey can get his act together. Because Jalen Ramsey can be a number – like
1: can be the number one corner in the league. Oh, absolutely. He can be. We've seen it happen before. Mm -hmm. But it just – I, I'm not, I've never been a big golf fan. I've never.
0: It really also, it does hurt that one, they lost Todd Gurley. I do like Malcolm Brown, but they don't have Todd Gurley. And you lost Brandon Cooks. Yeah. Who was, I think, the star receiver on that team. Robert Woods is definitely very, very good in sells sales Cooper Cup, but I think Brandon Cooks was the clear number
1: one option. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And, the Rams have, I don't know. I feel like they've just, I feel like they shoot for the home run far too often. And the NFL is such a a safe bet kind of league that, you know, they learned really fast. It's not like a, it's not like a Madden franchise. You can't just trade for Jalen Ramsey and everything will be fine. You know? Um, So I think they have, I think it's going to take something in Los Angeles with the Rams to, uh, you know, kind of right the ship. But I I think this is going to be the first of a run of a couple bad years for Los Angeles.
0: Now I do like you bringing up the Arizona Cardinals over the Rams because I like the DeAndre Hopkins trade a lot because that gives Kyler Murray a true number one option. Absolutely. And also you have Kenyon Drake coming out of the backfield who – Played very very well last year with the limited amount of touches he had because he was behind David Johnson, who I don't think is an amazing running back. But also, this defense is good. Oh yeah, you have Buddha Baker, you have Patrick Peterson. Just that's two right there, and also you have Drake Patrick, like he's he's a pretty good cornerback. Robert Alford like it's Chandler Jones uh Isaiah Simmons I I didn't I forgot they draft that's yeah. if Isaiah Simmons can be that rover kind of guy that can play any position on the field it's going to be kind of scary
1: yeah no I I couldn't agree with you more and I mean no matter where they choose to use him it's a plus I I mean the guy could really play about four different positions on defense and you always have the added luxury of being able to kind of have a, a hopefully a, you know, kind of a perfect tight end neutralizer. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think that there's a guy in the league uh, better equipped to hang with tight ends. Maybe. um, Yeah, no, I take it back. I I really don't think there's anything. I think the only guy that could make like
0: Isaiah Simmons is the better version of drill preppers.
1: Oh, well, yeah. I, I think – that and the better comes in with the fact that he probably is 40 pounds bigger – or 40 pounds heavier and about probably five inches taller. But this
0: – that Cardinals team is going to be very good. They are a third-place pick for me as well. I do want to see how Kyler Murray does in his sophomore year. I If he has that sophomore slump, like most quarterbacks do – but we we will see.
1: I think that um, I'm not really expecting it from Kyler because I think – I'm not expecting
0: it either. But if it happens, it wouldn't be a huge shock because that happens to so many quarterbacks. Oh,
1: absolutely. I, I think, you know, we have to – you really should applaud what the Cardinals have done. I, I, I don't know. It really, you know, makes me happy when I see a team that just – buys into the quarterback that you draft and it's not just about drafting a quarterback you kind of have to you know help them out a little bit like and you look what they did they gave him one of the top three receivers in the NFL they got they got his I mean it doesn't really affect him as much but they're taking care of his defense because that's totally out of his control so I think that I think the Cardinals are going to be a fantastic team in the future. I don't think there's going to be a better head coach and quarterback duo than um, Cliff Kingsbury and um, Kyler Murray. So um, it is going to be very interesting to see if, um, you know, they can prove me right and pull out third place. Because um, I think that's a, a very quality start to your career, as bad as, you know, the Cardinals were just two years ago.
0: So I think that's going to wrap up this episode of Hot Takes from Berg. I hope you all enjoyed a little bit of a longer one. But it's a, a – uh, Next week we'll probably be going into week one predictions with the NFL season starting on – what is it? No, uh, September 12th, I believe, is the first official game, September 10th will be the first official game with the Texans versus the Chiefs on Thursday night football. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed, and we'll see you all next time.